Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get the Hillman Morning Show on demand. Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. It is 9.02. And I don't know if we have time for a lengthy philosophical debate or not, but I got a 508 text during the break. Which reads, Greg, in an infinitely expanding universe, do you honestly believe we are the only form of intelligent life? And I guess the answer is, I don't know enough to comment. I really, I rarely say that. <laughs> um, I'm very confident most of the time that I, that I know enough to comment, but I, I really don't know enough to comment. I guess if there is an Oxford University professor who says that aliens are breeding with humans and that is the way in which the planet is going to be saved when it comes to climate change, then maybe I, maybe I ought to listen. But I just, I, I haven't seen any evidence of it. I, I, don't, I just don't think we know what to look for. Like well, I think we assume it, that an alien is going to look like, you know, the oval headed guy with the big black eyes or a green, a small green man. We, right. it, we have no concept of what other worldly beings might look like what size they might be they could be nano sized but they how, could be yeah, but huge. Why, why how come when we go for instance when we go to mars yeah we find i mean we find evidence of we find water we find oil whatever we find we find i guess maybe in some cases we might find some kind of uh, uh organism or something like that but we never find any evidence of these other of these other species. But well, that's only the, within our solar that's, system. That's, that's because I mean, there's, there's, you, you have to watch the show What on Earth. Oh, see, I knew it. I knew it. It all, it all comes from a television show. I knew no, it. Well, well the, I mean, they're scientists that, yeah. that know what they're talking about, and there's proof that there are thousands upon millions of universes. <laughs> like that, we, like we believe. We're, think about it. We're one small planet in our universe. Right. And there are thousands but, of other universes. Right. So exactly. why wouldn't people... Like, we don't even uh, know. And they, don't, yeah. they may not even know that we exist. No, exactly. Um, but we don't... Why don't we ever encounter them? Because they're so far away. Well... Maybe they... We, we, I mean, we haven't been to that many planets. So, how come you don't go right. to California and see Bob at uh, Carl's Jr.? There you go. John? Good morning. What's up, John? It's real simple, and this is fact. Primates have 38 chromosomes. We only have 36. That can only indicate one thing. Something messed with our DNA. And the missing link is not the sausage that LB stole off your plate. Oh, so wait a minute. <laughs> you still there, John? Yep. So you're saying that between... Uh, like a certain period of time in which there were just primates and there weren't yep. humans. Yep. 
another yep. species of some form yes. came here, mated with the primates. Yes. Okay, and, and then and uh, but that didn't create our species, or did it create our species? It did create our species. It Where did. do you think deformities come from? Yeah. Um, if we were if we were a pure thing, we would not have deformities. Mm-hmm. But we're not pure. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I, I'm probably being ignorant, and I'm happy to admit that. I just need. I'm. I need to see evidence. I need. I need evidence of some of these alien species. And every time I think we're getting close, like Area Fifty One, uh, the Fox runs a special that that makes me laugh, like Alien Autopsy, and mm-hmm. I and I and I just I, I I'm in I'm in disbelief. I just don't believe it. So what you're saying is you're like 95 percent of women when told that their partner is cheating on them, they say, "I need to see proof." <laughs> yes, that's pretty much it. Hello, CJ. Hey guys, what's up? What's up, kid? Mike, uh, Mike, see what I know about this. Beginning of big trouble in Little China. Jack Burton of the Pork Chop Express, his famous quote. Maybe you can pull it. Hmm. I don't know what it is. So are I you going to tell us what it is, or do we have to look it up? Oh, he's, oh. I just that's trying to it. remember that whole opening. Yeah. Sp- All I remember is I was born ready. Here's a text that says that previous caller is a complete bozo. It is called genetic mutation, you idiot. It's part of how evolution actually works. And it causes variation in the species. Now, that's an intelligent listener that we have listening right now. Well, I, I just want to go back to the whole fish came out of the ocean, walked walked, walked on land, the, the, and we evolved I, I, the whole evolution of the human evolved from a fish walking coming out of the ocean, walking on land. It did? Yes. I I, I didn't know that. Um, and that, so this walking fish then turned into the human being. Yes. Fish walks into a bar. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is... Says, what do you have? This is Steve. <laughs> Hello, Steve. Hey. Yeah, I, I mean, everybody's calling in with these theories and stuff like we're some sort of big science project or something. You know, I learned in seventh grade biology, you know, King Philip came over from Great Spain, the kingdom all the way down to the genus and species. And... Like you take a horse and mate it with a donkey, you get a mule that can't continue to breed. But, you know, you have to be of the same species in order to breed with another of that species in order to have a, a, you know, a viable organism that would be born. You know what I'm saying? Well, but the the answer, the answer from Dr. Chi and and, uh, Dr. Murr and Dr. Byers (laughs) uh, is going to be that you don't know that that's a fact when it comes to the other species, to the alien species. They can perhaps, they can mate in any way, shape, or form or what have you. So physical laws that we've already figured out don't mean anything to their theories? Danielle, answer, (laughs) would you like to answer that? What did he say? Repeat it, because she wasn't listening. I'm, I'm saying, you know, I mean, we have learned that it's a law that, you know, scientifically, you have to share the, your, your genetics down to the species level. Right. You know, subspecies can, can breed and, right. and create a, a, but even a genus can, can breed with another of its own genus. But then, of course, you end up with, with uh, an organism that can't 
further propagate itself. Guy, they have the ability to morph their DNA into our species-specific <laughs> DNA. They're aliens. Don't you understand? And, and it's, and it's, Danielle, you're the, you're the smartest one in the program. I can't believe you just said that. Uh, in, in, uh, in its simplest uh, form, when you see a caterpillar, would you ever believe it would become a butterfly? That's a little wow. I'm, I mean, that's beautiful I and puzzling all at the same time. I don't know about that. Well, I'm, I'm, we're talking about genetics. We're talking about, uh, you know, change. Caterpillar, yeah. beautiful butterfly, monarch butterfly. Uh-huh. Would you ever believe that that was some crazy thing that ate the leaves off your apple tree? By the way, speaking of, did you say fish walks into a bar, Daniel? I did. Were you priming me for a dad joke? I have one. Yes, please. Fish walks into a bar, orders a Cape Codder. Ah! <laughs> okay. Thank you. Well done. <laughs> well done, <laughs> sir. Sorry, Dad. Why are you the captain I, of this ship? I always... Uh, here's a text that says, best show ever, getting to hear LB's theory of evolution. <laughs> well, he might be right about the fish thing. I don't know anything. I am right about it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, this is an in a, this is an inappropriate dad joke. I don't know if I should repeat it or not, Danielle. Absolutely should. Well, you're going to lose your mind over That's it. That's fine. Baby seal walks into a club. Oh no! <laughs> 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 that's, what, what? That's from really? a texter. That's, that's from a. That is from really? a texter. Now I have to go watch the video. That, that that's that is, from a listener that is, from Newfoundland. I have to go watch the video of that guy <laughs> saving the seal trapped in the netting again. Yeah. Seals, the baby seals make great mitts. Hello, hello, Mike. Morning, guys. How are we doing today? What's, what's up, Mike? Um, I just wanted to comment on the whole concept of there may or may not be other intelligent or life whatsoever out in the universe. I don't know, if, Greg, if you've ever seen that um, that picture that the Hubble Space Telescope took. But it's like a picture. It just looks like, you know, the night sky. And then they have this small little box in the picture that they, they kind of they square out this little spot. And then they zoom in on that one single spot. And they, when you, they zoom in on it, they show you exactly what it looks like. And it's actually, it's not a bunch of stars. It's like thousands of galaxies just in this one tiny little spot. So, like, seeing something like that, uh, it, it's really tough to imagine that. I mean, they may not be able to make it here. Right. Um, it, you know, it, it, it's so tough to imagine that there's not, you know, other life or maybe even other civilizations. They may be uh, more advanced than us. They may be less advanced than us. Yeah. Um, but it's it's crazy. If you ever get the chance to, to check that picture out, it kind of blows your mind. Yeah. I'm too busy watching Netflix, but I may look into it. <laughs> um, um, by the way. Chicken Parm walks into a bar. Yeah. Oh, no. And they say, sorry, we don't serve food here. Ah! What? 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 That's a That's a foodist joke. That's, and, now, and great, now I have to have chicken parm for lunch. Again. Uh, again, yeah. All right. Um, Danielle, what was the thing that you were telling me about with Sports Illustrated and... Um, the swimsuit edition, which is coming out soon. Yes. Um, so model Paulina Poroskova 
is going to be appearing in SI, in the Sports, uh, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. And she's 54 now. Really? Yeah, yeah. she's and 54. Wow. smoke. Yep. And she was on Good Morning America yesterday and talked about how she was a little horrified to learn that the images in the magazine were not going to be retouched. Huh. They would be published organically, as is. So she freaked out a little bit about that. You know what? It's funny because if I don't have a comparison, if I just look at a picture of myself now, like from the Sports Illustrated shoot when MJ sent me the pictures and she was like, so we're not going to do like any retouching, just like on the minor, minor things like molds and stuff. And I was like, gulp. Uh, (laughs) It's like, well, I look good for 54. Well, you have to say that if you're a supermodel, but you still know that you look pretty good. I mean, she knows. Yeah. She wouldn't have done it if she... But it. she's 54 years yes. old. 54. That's amazing. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when does that come out? That comes out... Is it out. like May 8th or something? We were talking about it the something. other day. Hold on. Let me double check the date. Yeah. Um, you're not ripping an ear moth right now? He tweeted the tweet from Sports Illustrated, which shows the photo of... Paulina Porizakova at age 54. It's on my Twitter feed, Greg Hill, WAAF. And she does look really, really good. Looks amazing. For 54 years old. So, and I don't, I mean, I don't know. Everybody's retouching everything on uh, Instagram and and the like. So, I don't know. People are literally blurring their noses off their face. (laughs) You've said that several times lately. What do you you mean by that? Is there like a certain filter or something that people are using? I don't know, but they're in their attempts... To make themselves have that, you know, blur feature, they're at, people are just softening all the edges and the lines on their faces, so there are no discernible edges. And it's yeah. it's it's so weird right. when like you post a group photo, and then someone else posts the same photo, but they've retouched everyone. Mm-hmm. And like, just leave yourself alone. <laughs> I, I leave, like. Do yourself. Leave me out of oh, it. Oh, you're saying don't do your don't retouch me. They retouch everyone in the photo so that no one is recognizable. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. And by oh. the way, she looks good for her age is like the most backhanded compliment on the planet. Men or to men or women, it's like, yeah, he looks great for sixty. Mm, not your best work. <laughs> Can we just say he looks great? Yeah, not, not, your, not your best not work. Not your best work. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, today's weather. Brought to you by findmassmoney.com. And it was supposed to only be cloudy, but there's been some rain or freezing rain or sleet or hail or something like that around this morning. Hopefully, the Red Sox will get underway at 1 o'clock at Fenway today and the weather will not interfere. We've had something like 23 days out of the last 27 days in which we have had some kind of moisture, some kind of precipitation. So that means May is going to be good, though. Yeah. Right? And your lawn's um, going to be great. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, you may have money waiting to be claimed at findmassmoney.com. Go to findmassmoney.com and plug in your name and hometown and find out instantly if you're on the list. Findmassmoney.com, fast, easy, and free. And now, LB. I With the WAAF Sports Minute. 
brought to you by my hair doctors, Dr. Matthew Lepresti and Dr. Robert Leonard. Uh, if you have hair issues, guys, gals, call 1-800-GET-HAIR. Change your lettuce, change your life. One of one. And now the series heading to Boston for game three and four Friday night of the next Monday night. And the Bucks take back home court. Advantage. Tough night for the clicker workers. The Celtics were blown out 123-102 in uh, game two of their second round series with Milwaukee. Kyrie Irving had just nine points, and uh, if uh, he has just nine points, the Celtics aren't going anywhere. Celtics are at home for uh, game three on Friday, and uh, as you heard, the Bruins fell to, uh, fell, to fell behind 2-0 and uh, couldn't catch up and uh, lose 2-1 in Game 3 of their second-round series in Columbus. Jake DeBrusque uh, scored for the Bees late in the second. The Blue Jackets lead the series 2-1 and also host Game 4 tomorrow. Rick Porcello uh, got her done. was awesome, mm. Mike Shue. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, eight, eight Ks over eight innings went long, and when that happens... You know what happens. They win. They win 5-1 over the A's. Mitch Moreland and Mookie Betts hit home runs for the good guys. Uh, Robbie Grossman homered in the ninth for Oakland. The Red, so- Red Sox and A's finish up their three-game series uh, with the afternoon tilt today. Uh, San Jose uh, out west uh, back to hockey. Uh, San Jose 4, Colorado Avalanche uh, 2, and... Uh, the Sharks go up 2-1. The Warriors and Bucks were both winners at home in the NBA playoffs. Warriors uh, uh, get her done, and uh, I got to believe they're going to win it again. I mean, they're just uh, Ke- Ke- Kevin Durant is phenomenal uh, tonight. Uh, Seven o'clock, you got the Islanders and Carolina, St. Louis Blues, Dallas Stars, and in the NBA, you got the Portland Trailblazers and the Denver Nuggets. I'm LB at Snaf Sports Minute. All right, thank you, LB. Stiz Grimey is here, our vice president of social medias, with an update on Stanley's poll, which is still up. And earlier this morning, we discussed that the Indian Army, on their official Twitter page, had confirmed that they had discovered the footprints of Yeti, the mysterious creature. And so Stanley's poll this morning is the following. Stan? The poll this morning was, the Indian Army claims they found Yeti footprints. Which mythical creature do you believe most likely exists? Is it Bigfoot, Yeti, or the Sensitive Man? <laughs> uh, what was the... What, 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 like, who's right winning? now, the Sensitive Man is in the lead. Really? Hmm. On both platforms. I don't think people are answering honestly. Yeah. What, <laughs> what, what percentage say the Sensitive Man? 50%. Okay. 50% with Bigfoot. Uh, in second place with nice. 32%. Really? Bigfoot nice. more so? It must be the videos. It's probably because of all the Bigfoot videos yeah. that you see, Very, which, uh, which look so real. Yeah. Uh, so people believe that Bigfoot is more likely to exist than Yeti. Really? Yeah. Also, a lot of people hit, hitting me up, giving me flack, saying that the Bigfoot and the Yeti are the same thing. I don't no, think they know, are. No, no, a Yeti is, uh, a, is a, the abominable snowman. Uh, right. Uh, yes. You know, more yes. snowbound mountainous, right. whereas yeah. a Bigfoot, you know, prowls the woods. Yeah, well, yeah it's out yeah. in the Northwest. Right. Drinks right. Coke and a beer. Yeah. And Northwest, you mean Lemonster. <laughs> right. right. 
Uh, all right. Um, thank you, Stanley Stiz Grimy. Yo. This is Stephanie. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning. Hey, <laughs> what are you calling about? So I just wanted to make one more comment about the whole alien talk. Um, so I am a Reiki master teacher. Wait, wh- um, what? So I, a what? A Reiki, <laughs> Reiki what? master teacher. I help heal on a metaphysical level um, for people. Oh. And the same way Matt Frazier connects and the way mediums connect to spirits is the same way you would connect to, quote-unquote, what we call aliens, any being outside of our, um, you know, realm here on Earth. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to say, um, you know, as far as putting the label of aliens on it, um, it's not too much of like a, you know, weird thing to think about. It's, you know, we're all, you know, a human being is a spiritual being, and it's the same way that we, you know, we are connected um, it's, so it's, I don't know, it's just not that far out of a thing to say you could connect to aliens. It's just well, connecting to an outside being, which is the same way a medium does. Well, I guess, but he's talking about the, the mating, like creating a new species, like there's sex involved. Right, right. But I'm just saying as far as connecting to outside um, people, you know. Now, um, is it? Is it an issue that we have a competitive spiritual healer on the phone this morning when we have our own master uh, pr- pranic? I'm not a master uh, pranic healer. I'm just a, I'm an, I'm an advanced level I mean, pranic this healer. Is, this is really, this is really going to cause a big cat no, fight in here because no, we all work we're together. All, we're all on the same. We're all on the same team. That's exactly. right. We're all we're all in this together. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. Um, what do you think of her form of healing? The Reiki form of healing. It's it's it shares some similarities to pranic healing, but it has some distinct differences as well. It's but it's it's also like an, an energy type work. So was it started by some guy who got pissed off by the master who started your healing thing, and then he decided he wasn't making enough money, so he decided to go start his own. I don't believe That's... anyone defected from uh, Master Choa Koksui's <laughs> pranic healing, you know. <laughs> Courses and then started Reiki. I don't yeah. believe that's how it happened. You know how it goes, Hillman. Her healing is the Kmart of healing. <laughs> so instead of the two hundred and fifty bucks a oh, pop, oh, it's a cheap. Uh, yeah, the yeah, Reiki yeah. It's, is it's like ninety nine ninety nine. Yes, Stanley. Hey, Greg. You know how you get a baby alien to sleep? Hold on a second. We better get. We better get. We better get a a rim shot. How do you get a baby alien to sleep? You rock it. <laughs> You are, you're amazing. That was well done. Seriously, really. you're on a roll, that my friend. That was pretty good. Uh, Did you get that off a popsicle stick? Uh, <laughs> What's wrong with that? Nothing. <laughs> um, how many people are you up to healing wise now? Um, I've only worked with a, a couple oh. of people so far. Just but, 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 but how many people have you officially healed? I ha- nobody yet. Oh, because I'm still yet. learning. I'm oh, just I'm, okay. I've only just started taking the classes. So oh, I've only just started my practice. Well, if my elbow doesn't feel better, I'm filing a malpractice suit. <laughs> can't do it. Can you do that? Oh, oh, I see. So I can't sue you because it's not real medicine. Danielle gets. Something. You didn't pay me. She gets. You also didn't pay you me. You are in, in an internship. Yes. You said. It was free. She I gets, did, but that's what gets, I'm saying. I mean, how are you going to sue me for malpractice? She gets so touchy when I bring up the healing thing. There's no is. touching in product. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a no-touch modality, well, Greg. Yeah, but Danielle's just at the start of her career. She's right. Like, you know, she, right. She, right. she's the LB of Well, no, healing. excuse me. Oh, she's reached its well. levels, correct? 
Um, yeah, you're, they, you're, they have levels, but there uh, there are certain classes that you take, and with every class you learn, uh, it's it's like learning anything. You there are building blocks. So in basic, you learn how the energy channeling works and and how the movement works. And right, you learn about the basic shot, the main uh, chakras. But and I then mean, in advanced, you learn about the minor chakras. You learn about color work. Then right. you move on to crystal but, work. But, but shouldn't you after the basic? that you paid for shouldn't you be able to go heal someone yeah uh, i just but, haven't had i have people that want to work with me i just haven't had time to set up you don't have time to yet. heal somebody i mean if somebody's suffering you don't have time for that didn't you take Help an oath people, no i didn't I take mean, a hippocratic a, oath well, I mean, so it's, <laughs> and chronic healing I mean, no it's, it's just a matter of scheduling you know people working out people's schedules Everybody, everybody's um, like, yeah, you, I, I'm yeah. going to get out of work and then go to dinner. Can I come by your house at mm. like 830? I'm like, dude, I'll be asleep. I'd like to heal you, but it has to fit into my schedule. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Does, doesn't that work with everyone? Like, I, it needs to fit into your schedule? If you want me to take tomorrow off to go do some healing, I'll gladly do that. It's genius. It's genius. <laughs> little pranic. Uh, then she's uh, on the course by 10. Well, she has to go. Right, right. <laughs> I got a tea time. Let she me just bang, do this for bang you. Out, bang, out by a, bang out a couple of people, and then you're teeing off at 1.30. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think I'd have somebody there when these people are coming over to the house to be healed. It doesn't sound like, I mean, shouldn't you have an office or something like that? Yeah, we work well, out of Aaron's office Oh, in you do? Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. There's no Hippocratic Oath? No. Well, don't go telling people about that rash. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, You're the one that's telling people about your no, rash. You just quiet down over there. How about you quiet down? There's a cream for that. I tried to give it to you. Uh, no touching. No touching. Right. You put this cream uh, on yourself. Who told you to put the bomb on? I didn't tell you to put the bomb on. We are uh, going to be able, I am informed that we're going to be able to solve this morning's meteorologic Meteorology, mete- meteorologic, meteor, meteorologic, a uh, hard out issue, the big controversy over the weather. We're going to be able to solve that next with an expert. <laughs> Pretty good text here on uh, new intro day. You're not going to like it, Shoe. Oh, of course but, not. Yes. Um, 508 texter says, Game of Thrones quality intro. It sucks. But you have too much time invested in the show to change the channel, and there's only two shows left, so you're just going to start scrolling. Uh, that's, that's, uh, I enjoy the new intro. I like the new intro. I, I don't think Agreed. you've done a. I don't think you've ever done a bad intro, shoe. Well, you are obviously drunk. I don't, I don't think you've ever done a bad intro. Uh, there's an obscure reference from Mike. Hello, Mike. Uh, I don't have an. Well, I guess it is an obscure reference. Um, Danielle, you were talking about using crystals for chronic healing. Yeah. Now, I've got a few bad decisions that I made uh, when I was younger, and I was wondering if those crystals were possibly the same crystals that Napoleon Dynamite used to go back in time. No, uh, different ones. <laughs> Pretty good. That's awesome. Well done. <laughs> Joining us now, a man who is not only the chief meteorologist for 7 News Boston. He is also the chief nerdologist for Star Wars fans everywhere. I'm talking about our good pal, fellow Stowe resident, Jeremy Reiner. Hello, Jeremy. How are you guys doing? What's up, kid? We caught you, I think, did we catch you sleeping earlier when we were talking about you on the show? Well, I I need my beauty sleep. So uh, (laughs) I I apologize for the... Mine never works. But it, it's it, it, been a long and tough winter. Um, I've been on the World Victory Tour after I 
took down Shoe back in January. All right, so. yes. That's enough. Yes, he did. Enough of that. Yes, Have you seen the trailer that's before uh, Avengers Endgame? No, I didn't. You know, I, I full disclosure, I think I've only seen one of those Avenger movies, so I haven't even gone oh, to that Oh, you are a yet. failure at life. Total failure. I feel that, you know what, the last five days between that and Game of Thrones, like, I haven't seen one episode of Game of Thrones either. Oh, you're one of those people. So I, no, I, I, it's not that I'm willing to, to not go, but I feel like I just, I'm so late to the party that yeah. it's like, I, I show up and it's like, you know, last call. Well, that is the problem, is that oftentimes with a television program, if you don't get into it in the first couple of years, yeah. then you that's why binging is such a, a game a life game changing uh ability. Yeah. Like the the ability to be able to binge something over a weekend or a couple weekends yep. has changed that because there's a lot of people first of all, there's a lot of people who enjoy shouting at the top of their lungs right now that they've never watched Game of Thrones and they, they call it that dragon show or whatever the haters say. But um, <laughs> but it is it can be hard to get into something if, if you haven't, but you, sh- you should. You yeah, really, I you do want to, you know, the weather we've had lately just sucks, so it is perfect binge-watching weather. But yeah. um, it, uh, are there shortcuts I could take or do I really have to go all in and, and watch every t- single episode i, I think, probably do don't i i think you need to watch i think you need to watch everything I think and how about the, the avengers series do i have to work watch all 23 well no, now you're out of, that, no, that's no. not that's not my realm no. I, that's that's shoes realm no this I, is a much cooler realm yeah. uh yeah you should watch infinity war before you get into endgame that's my dad wants me to take him and i'm like uh dad i haven't i haven't i think i saw iron man years ago that was it hey it's your dad you <laughs> take him to the movies <laughs> yeah, just, you, you know buy what? him the popcorn to star wars so that's least right right wait did you did you get your love of nerdism from your father is he a nerd he is he's hardcore really he, he's a you know what he's actually he likes track as well so he, him and she oh. would get along oh we gotta hang out oh. yeah uh, now uh, listen, um, I wanted to get you on this morning to solve uh, a Hardo weather controversy that came up. So during the 7 o'clock hour, people were furiously texting in about how they were experiencing hail. And I mentioned that, and then some amateur meteorologist was texting in and saying that only occurs in a tropical uh, weather situation or, or what have you. So, right. uh, can you alert? Like, what is what? What's what's the nitty gritty here? Yeah, that that uh, that texture was close. Uh, that hail only happens in a in a convective uh, setup in the atmosphere when you have uh, you know thunderstorms. Yeah. Uh, you know, warm, humid air, and, it, and it, it lifts the raindrops actually up to the top of a cloud, and at the top of the cloud, it's it's below thirty two degrees, so the raindrop freezes. And then it starts to fall out, and then the, the updraft grabs it again. So it's almost like it's a Ferris wheel in a thunderstorm. The air is going up and down. The raindrops are going up and down. They're freezing. And the stronger the updraft, then the bigger the hailstone. And so that's hail. But sleet is what we've been having this morning. I, I was just on Twitter, and a couple folks have reported a little bit of sleet, which is little tiny ball bearings of ice uh, that usually only happens in, in wintertime you know, storms, winter setups, or if the air is cold enough. So you'll have a snowflake up high in the cloud, and then it'll melt to a raindrop, and then it will refreeze before it hits the ground. And that that little refreezing of the raindrops, a little ball bearing of ice that bounces around. So this is sleet that we have been experiencing this morning, not hail. Yeah, I mean, it's, 
even more alarming is that it's May 1st and we're having this, this debate, you know, versus like in, in March or something. Mm. But, well, uh, what, yeah. Did, did I hear or read the, that we've had 23 out of 27 days in which there's been precipitation? Well, in April, it was, it was 21 out of uh, 30. Okay. Which was a record for not the amount of rain, uh, because it didn't even crack top 10, but the amount of days it did rain, that was a record for April. And not only April, but for any month in Boston, going back to 1872. Really? So it's, it's, been, uh, it's been real tough. It's, been a, it's a pattern that actually reminds me of what we had, um, if you remember that, that lost summer of 2009 where yes. we didn't even have a summer. Yes, that was horrible. Awful, terrible. Uh, the only thing I would say to that is I'm glad it's happening now and not two months from now because usually these patterns only go about four to six weeks and they break down. So I, I do think we probably have a little more messiness in the tank for another week or two, but um, and we should come out of it and be on our way to summer. Well, Jeremy, if I'm not mistaken, the, the uh, cumulus nimbus clouds are the ones that provide the hail? Yeah, that's like, that's the, yes, correct. That's, uh, you, that goes on to, you know, the, produce the, the big thunderstorm clouds. But, yes, the cumulonimbus, the CBs, as we call them in Techland, uh, the CBs, uh, they, uh, they are the, the big towering cumulus clouds. Jeremy, would you, would you say the Earth's climate is moving towards a climate similar to that on Carillion? <laughs> <laughs> I think there is a trend that we need to be aware of that, uh, yes, we may be heading toward the uh, Karelian star system. Right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But they make great, uh, you know, star destroyers. Hey. They oh, yeah. oh, really? They, oh, yeah, they, they do. Is that what they're known for? Around. Not yeah. those little cruisers, those big Karelian monsters. Right, the big yeah. Karelian ships. Yeah, yeah, those are pretty nice. <laughs> All right. Hey, wait, shoot, did you see the trailer? I did see the trailer. And your thoughts? I have to say, that opening of the trailer with Daisy Ridley and the lightsaber... Yeah. And the TIE fighter coming at her? Yep. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Yeah. Dude, it's going to be badass. It's, it's, it looks really good. I hope it's not a rehash like the last two movies. I though. agree, yeah. yeah. I, I think they're going all in, though. I even I think Palpatine's in it, too, somehow. Yeah, yeah. You hear the, the supposed laugh at the right. end. Right. Yes. Nothing yes. better than a nerd saying badass. Dude. <laughs> Dude, it's gonna be badass. It's gonna be badass, which is something nobody ever called me. Uh, let's right. go to the hey shoe. Let's go to the late show, and, I'm, and by that I mean the seven p.m. one. Right. I need nap time. Well, my mom um, can't drive too late. <laughs> right. Yeah. Shoe, grab me right. some nibs. Um, all, all right, right, boys, get some get some blue milk. All right. <laughs> all right, <laughs> Jeremy. Thanks for clearing. It was very important that we cleared that up this morning. Thank yeah, you. No, it is. And. uh Saturday looks better. Uh, we'll have some sunshine Saturday and up near 70 by the afternoon. Oh, nice. Good. Uh, Good. Uh, just uh, a brief personal uh, note here, brief personal favor. Uh, any idea what the forecast is for the Bahamas this weekend? <laughs> uh, uh, actually, there's a little bit of a disturbed tropical system moving through right now. Oh, cancel. Um, cancel. It should, it should oh. clear out, though, by the weekend, whoever's going down there. Well, I'm, I'm heading down there, but if there's a tropical system, I might want to inform uh, Groomzilla that I won't, uh, <laughs> oh, I won't no. be able to make it. Well, uh, we, all, oh, we all got our fingers crossed if the tropical <laughs> storm happens and you get trapped there for the week. Oh, that'd be great. And we get vacation. I would love it. Um, well, uh, Jeremy, a texter wants to know if we are El Nino or Nina. Uh, we are in an El Nino base state right now okay and usually el nino it depends on the intensity of it but it usually means a mild winter and, and the, if it's still around it can mean a cool summer Uh oh but now it, it doesn't mean cold and rainy it just means not a lot of heat yeah 
Okay. So if, I mean, you could you could have several days in the you know low to mid eighties in an El Nino summer and and have sunshine and beach weather. But we don't well, have the but we don't have the humidity is what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Correct. All right. Thank you. So, yeah, you bet. Anytime. Thank you for the call. All right. All right. Uh, hey, Jeremy. Yes. Did you participate in uh, the Stowe uh, townwide cleanup uh, effort this past weekend? I actually did. Yeah, I had my wife and we had a we're thirteen year old out there uh, oh, cleaning up uh, mm. a lot of oh. fireball nips. Shoot, I was hoping you didn't that there see was, Greg out there. I was, I was, I was, I was, <laughs> think I was cleaning up a lot of Greg's fireball nips. Uh. I, was, I was hoping that there was somebody else in town who didn't do it, but uh, apparently I'm yeah. the only one. I'm going to shame you right now. Yeah. <laughs> Greg got a deferment. <laughs> right. Yeah, bone spurs. Yes, I, I, yeah. Bone spurs. I, I have flat feet. I have flat yeah. feet. Always okay. <laughs> All right. Nice. Good corporate citizenry there. All right. Uh, there's uh, Jeremy Reiner, chief meteorologist of Channel 7, and perhaps the new chief nerdologist on this show. Yeah. A 978 texter says, on a scale of 1 to 10, that is a nerd factor of 23. He, he sounds a lot like Professor Frank from The Simpsons. You know, I only speak Esperanto. Oh, Esperanto. I was in the Esperanto Society in high school. What? Yeah, I nerd. Never, I never actually learned it, but I, what's, what's I joined the club. What's that about? It was, it, Esperanto it was a, was a universal language, language right? right? Yeah. Right. Wait a minute. How did I miss this? Because it didn't last very yeah, long. Yeah, it didn't so really go very was, far. So what? It was going to be like a language of the world that yes. everybody could speak? Yeah, to facilitate communication between people that spoke different languages. So it was like huh. a one universal language. Right. And like the a, metric system. And, and, wait, and there was... <laughs> yeah. And there was a... Fail. You, were, you were in a club for that yeah. in high school? Yeah. Do you remember any of the words? No. You, did you? No, I was not in a club. No, but did you? Did <laughs> I you didn't try? hear about it until The Simpsons. Oh yeah, I never heard about it. What, <laughs> right. what year was that? Was it? Was and that was in the early to mid nineties. Oh, like ninety two, oh, ninety three, yeah. probably. Cause I think I was like a freshman or a sophomore. Holy so. cow! <laughs> never yeah. You can binge it, Hill Dog. Yeah. yeah twenty two <laughs> years of The Simpsons, no problem. Uh, uh, yeah. Um. All right. Um. Coming up on tomorrow's show. It is Sto five zero at about seven thirty, and then at seven fifty we will go inside the warped female brain as a public service. So if you're a man and you are experiencing issues when it comes to communicating with the woman in your life, you may ask Danielle to explain what is going on, and she will take you deep inside the convoluted, somewhat crazy, warped. Female brain, seven fifty, and then at eight thirty, we'll be joined in the studio by the maestro Keith Lockhart. Love mm-hmm. it, and we have a, a game that we are going to play with him. Uh, here's a six one seven text, which says that Shatner did a whole movie in Esperanto. What? He did not, did he? Can you confirm that, Nancy? Know it all, or is that a joke? Oh my god. Incubus. Wow. 1966. The film is called Incubus. Incubus. <laughs> um, Long lost movie. Nothing but Esperanto. It's like Klingon, but it's, uh, but it's Esperanto. You can't major uh, in Esperanto. The chicks dig Esperanto. Uhura. Here's a text that says, Greg, the two most important things that you learned today are Esperanto and bagel pizzas from Chelsea. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That is, those are the two most important things that I have learned this morning on this show. All right. Uh, Friday show, we're giving away Bruins tickets, and I will tell you tomorrow how you can win those. So heads up, and keep the faith. Don't worry about it.
Bruins are going to win the next one, and everything comes back here tied up, notched up at two. So don't Love worry it. about that. And don't worry about the Celtics either. Um, up next, it's the WAAF Workday Blitz. You get over an hour of nonstop rock, commercial-free. And um, hold on a second. I just... Should I give Jonathan a moment or two before you go? Apparently, he's upset that he was compared to Scott from Weymouth oh, on the show. Oh, well, I mean, boy. I would be upset about that, too. Yeah, let him vent. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, good morning, morning, crew. What's what up? up, Jonathan? What's up? Hey, that, that, come on, man. I'm nowhere near like Scott, man. He 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 is completely right-sided on every single story. I've actually called in and been somewhere in the middle, or even leaned right when I called in about Kate Smith. Was I not on on the side of everybody saying it was ridiculous? Yeah. No. What I think. So how does the, that make me a, a lunatic liberal? Well, well I, what I said was, in the minds of some of the listeners, you have be, ah, you have you have, okay. be, you have become as annoying as Scott from Weymouth is to other listeners. So you don't believe I'm some lunatic liberal? That's his opinion. I care about. I don't uh, care about the, the, the Texas. Jonathan, for me, the universal language is love. So I love, yeah, I love, go. I love all, I love all people. I love oh yeah, all, I love, okay. I love all of I our love call- you guys too, man. That's why I listen every morning, man. All right, all right, that's it. So keep, keep. I know mean, you tried to start a Twitter fight with me during the Bruins game last night. <laughs> Not keep- at all. I said if you were going to mention that story, and look, lo and behold, you didn't mention the story. Yeah, uh-huh. you didn't go into it, did you? Uh huh. Uh, here's a text that says, "Greg, I'm sorry you're going away this weekend. You're going to miss Brees's Derby party and stuff." What? Uh-huh. Wait a second. Hey, hey. Hold on a second. All right. Well, we got to go. Workday Blitz is next. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 6. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.